everybody. Welcome to Microphones of Madness. We are running through Chaosium's organized... Or we are the Monday Night Heroes, and we are running through Chaosium's organized play campaign, A Time to Harvest. Starting off episode one tonight. Um, probably take two or three sessions to finish. Hooray! Okay. Um... Maybe we should go around the table, haha, <laughs> the digital table, yep. asking, or not asking. Everyone explain who your character is. Let's start with James, since he's the farthest on the left. Sure. On my screen. My character's name is uh, Chad Johnson. He is in uh, university on a football scholarship. Um... He is literally the definition of a meathead. Go Miskatonic Terrors. Yay. Very much so. That's pretty much all I've got for Chad. He's not um, a very deep character. What you see is what you get. Considering this, the fact that his, he's got a size of 17, um, you're going to notice shit. You can see why he's on the football team. Because he can't do anything else. Pretty much. <laughs> One might say he might be a ringer. <laughs> <laughs> Go in there and sit on that man. Yep. He's basically going to get his diploma just the same way Muhammad Ali. He got it because of attendance. <laughs> <laughs> Took rocks or jocks. Oh, we yeah. forgot the rocks. Yeah. <laughs> So that is Chad. Okay. Uh, Kim, who is Astrid Yates? <clears throat> Astrid Yates is a geology student. She is also a hobby spelunker. She grew up um, exploring caves near her home, and she fell in love with it, and she has done it ever since. That's her. Excellent. Uh, Matt, who is Blake Chatsworth, or Chatsworth, Chatsworth. Oh, am I next? Sorry. Yep. <laughs> I, figured, I didn't realize my order was different than your order. I guess I got turned around. Um, yeah, Blake Chatsworth is the one of the wealthy sons of the Chatsworth Binings and Metals uh, Company. Um, he doesn't. He's the second son, though, and he's not really interested in business. So he's just sort of a trust funder. Um, he attends class occasionally, and is usually wherever there's a party. Um, there are several rumors about him circulating around. Most of them are probably true. Um, he's a handsome enough guy. He's got, for some reason, he's a known card player, and also has a strange sort of endurance when it comes to staying up late and partying hard. <laughs> but that's them. Awesome. <laughs> uh, Steve, who is Rolf Hitler? Or Hilt is it Hilter or Hitler? Okay. <laughs> keep an eye on that guy. See, the character exactly. sheet that I have is Rolf Hitler. Uh, the Hilter. Hilter. Rolf Hilter. <laughs> 
Wow. All right. You're dyslexia. Let's read that. Intentional. As in the Monty Python Hilters. Exactly. <laughs> you guys watch the classic. Uh, I'm Rolf Hilter. I am a German exchange student currently studying uh, grad level anthropology in this I am the first. Well, it's a little too early for that, but my father was a war hero in the Great War. Um, I'm also the first of my family to go to college, so I'm very determined to do well. Um, the, the thing is that I have I speak good enough English that I can get through my studies and teach, but not good enough to understand slang or idioms, and it's kind of embarrassing because it just it doesn't get jokes. Whatever, Rolf. Learn to speak American. <laughs> hey, I speak German. <laughs> Not well, um, but I speak it. <laughs> Lily, that actually, you're the next person. Um, so who is Wilhelmina? I can't pronounce that, sorry. Wil Wilhelmina? <laughs> yeah, that was bad. Well. <laughs> uh, yeah. <Tell> it really. <laughs> That's really going to screw you guys tonight. <laughs> oh, God. Willie Lockhart. Okay. Okay. Who is Willie Lockhart? <laughs> she is a music student at Miskatonic. She uh, isn't quite a prodigy on the trumpet, but she's close. And her folks sent her there thinking that maybe she'd become something special. And she doesn't want to be special. She's more into the jazz scene. So that's what she does when she's not at school. She's moonlighting. <laughs> awesome. And Rodney, uh, who yeah. is who is the plot? The prodigy Benedict Blake. Benedict, he is the prodigy. He is a uh, forensic science and chemistry major. Um, that's pretty much what he does all the time. Um, that's about it. He's he's. He's he's like Sherlock Holmes. He's a he's a high functioning sociopath. <laughs> so a high functioning autistic guy. Before we knew it was autistic. Possibly, or just a guy with a bad attitude. Okay. We'll we'll find out once once we start going. Totally Asperger's. <laughs> definitely, definitely Asperger's. And Wesley, who is? Theo. Hi, yes. Uh, the name's uh, Theodore Lafayette Middleton. No relation whatsoever. Uh, I come from, uh, I'm from Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, currently, currently just got my uh, bachelor's of law, so getting ready to pick up uh, uh, patent law. Yep. So you know, I got some chemistry, got some engineering on my belt, and. Uh, well, most of my most most of my resting time is spent uh, uh, sitting around the pipe and or getting those books because man, that and law is not an easy task. It is not easy indeed. Well, yeah. mostly mostly does mostly does way way too much time in the library. 
and on and on and on the debate team. Well, debate society would be these days. Okay, cool. Yeah. So those are the characters that have arrived so far. We're still waiting on one, but he can show up later. Um, so today is August 14th, 1929. Um, tomorrow, you will leave for a field trip to Cobb's Corners, a uh, small town in southern Vermont. Um, you have some free time until then, though. Um, what do each of your characters do on a normal school day, um, or typical school day, I guess. Um, yeah. Let's start with whoever wants to speak up first. What day of the week is it? Um, does not say specifically, so let's just say Monday. Ah, Monday. Sitting around, going on the... Resolved. Is the new? Is, are we going to have a new American century, or simply maintain the old one, etc., etc. Back and forth in debate society, then retire for brandy and more debate and more post debate. Is this still prohibition? Uh, yeah. Wait. It's twenty nine. So you're in the speaking. Oh, you said twenty nine. I thought you said thirty nine. Okay. Okay. Oh, that's like 29. Dang it, it is still I mean, okay. how, how rich are you? Like, what are your friends like? Maybe you have a friend that was able to get a bottle of hooch from his dad or something. Well, we're, I'm, thir I'm thoroughly middle class. Yep. Yep. If you really want that drink, roll luck, but it doesn't really matter. Alright, all right. it's all, liquor was one of the mistakes that was made by the Democrats. There we go, that's a 50, my luck is 60. There we go, I get that okay. booze. You and your friends, they, you guys pass a bottle around every now and then. That would roll some. Oh, yeah. Rosie does that, sit around, open the pipe. Okay. You know, uh, what about what about you, Chad? What's uh what do you normally do? I guess work out or what do you normally do during the day? James? Um I'm trying to actually think about that. Because if, it, if it's if it's not doing practice, it's probably getting up to whatever antics that his uh, his frosh mates are doing or whatever. So probably stealing other uh, other universities' uh, mascots or whatnot. Okay. So probably we'll probably be coming back to the university with like uh, some type of animal that was a uh, that was 
I don't know. We'll pretend that it's the actual mascot of the thing and just stole it from the local farm or whatnot. So you brought back a girlfriend. Oh yeah, um, do any of you guys, have you decided if any of you actually know each other? Maybe from class or past? Um, well, I, I believe Spencer is currently failing my lecture. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm only here because I'm on a scholarship, guys. Uh, well, your scholarship's about to go away then. Yeah. <laughs> about to get revoked. That's going to make it last much longer. I would um, yeah. Go ahead. I was saying I would definitely know, probably know Rodney's character since I uh, 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 was chemistry and whatnot. So I know, probably know him from the classes. Uh, I feel like someone will get assigned to me to help me make my scholarship. I'll claim knowing you. Ooh. Chad's Willie's boyfriend. There, that's that's settled. <laughs> and uh, I probably know Rolf because I speak German. Or right. rather, I'm learning German. And, and really, everybody knows me because I'm a big name at school. They know of me. Right? Now, maybe you just tell us who you are. Because <laughs> we don't know. Yeah, I know I've yeah, um, heard of you. Spencer, go ahead and introduce your character. Is, I guess kind of up in the air at the moment, because I don't have a whole lot of the back story of this uh, role-playing event. But currently, my name's Bubba, and I have a, uh, a scholarship of uh, lacrosse, and I'm uh, one of I'm like the the big name in lacrosse at the moment, and I'm looking internationally to to. As my next step past college would be, uh, I'm trying to get on a professional lacrosse team. Uh, studying anthropology. You know what? In this world, we'll say that lacrosse is as big as the NFL. All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's New England. It is. <laughs> it is okay. Well, have you ever seen Archer? It's a big thing. <laughs> I figured also I'm supposed to be studying Native American. <laughs> So lacrosse made sense. <coughs> you are. You're an anthropology student under Rolf. Mm-hmm. Herr, Herr, Herr Hilter. <laughs> Herr Hilter. Herr Hilter. Herr Hilter. 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 <laughs> Alright, what's um what's an average day for Astrid like? Well, um she she is big into maps for one thing. So if she's not at class, she is at the geological society or at the his historical society, looking over maps and drawing imaginary lines in her head where this or that might be found. So she likes she likes going on treasure hunts. She never finds anything, but she likes going on. And so uh, her notebooks are filled with little maps that she draws. And so that's probably where she spends her free time, is just doing all that. 
library, geological society, historical society, that kind of thing. Cool. Okay, uh, Matt, what about Blake? What does he? <laughs> what trouble does he get into? Uh, every day for him usually involves waking up at the crack of noon. Um, <laughs> if he's at somebody else's house, he will try to quietly make his way home. Um, if he's at home, he'll uh, take a shower, probably go leave in search of coffee of some variety and try to remember if he has a class that day or not. And then if he does, debate on whether he wants to go or not. And probably get something to eat. It's very, very leisurely. Cool. <laughs> That's really seriously it during the day. Uh, well, then what about at night, I guess? Is there anything different? At night, he just tries to figure out what's going on where and goes and chases around and hopefully finds a place to get a drink or whatever. And maybe end the night in, the, uh, in bed with somebody pretty. He's, he's not a deep fella. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Rolf, what about you? What's a what's a typical day for you? Mostly well, grading papers. Yeah, teaching class, grading papers, going to my own classes. He's uh, pretty serious about about school. He does private tutoring for obviously for German, and then he also um, belongs to the Anthropological Society. So he's pretty. He, I mean, he's early to bed, early to rise. He is thinking of figuring out how to make the public transportation run on time better. And <laughs> he's thinking of um, annexing Salem. <laughs> Does he have a book? Yeah. He has a non-aggression pact with Innsmouth. <laughs> All right, Lily. What does Willie do? This is great. Willie uh, spends several hours practicing during the day. And around time for football practice, she goes there at, at Chad. And after that's done, she tries to get a little long time with him. If she can't get that, she goes to the club. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Um, what does the prodigy do, Rodney? What does Benedict Blake do with free time or well, his day? His day is usually filled with uh, classes. Goes to class. Um, when he's not in class or reading Sherlock Holmes or Sexton Blake, Sexton Blake novels, he's probably trying to convince Armitage to come off of Herbert West's notes. <laughs> Does he own a gas mask? <laughs> no, he doesn't own a gas mask. <laughs> wouldn't cover up that mug with a gas mask. He owns a hockey mask. <laughs> I was just going to ask, does he have like a nice collection of different molds from dead bodies, like from different varying degrees and shit like that, like Sherlock too? Oh, yeah. No, he doesn't have that. He, he reads that book, though. Yeah. He's thinking about it. And and he, he loves the burgeoning science of blood spatter analysis. <laughs> He's a morbid fellow. Chad would probably look at you once and be like, you're weird. Hmm. I wonder if you can patent that. I don't know. I, I, look at, I look at it with a couple new processes. I have a friend named Dexter. 
<laughs> yeah, don't say. Actually, uh, Wesley, that leads to you. What does uh, Theo do with most of his day? Oh, well, was, oh, was that, besides, besides the debate, uh, uh, the society and whatnot, there will be course be time in the library, spent, you know, getting ready for, getting ready for the uh, sit for the bar and whatnot, and yeah, I got uh, occasionally brushing up on the. Uh, Looking up the sciences and whatnot, making sure the law is all brushed up because oh, I've got years and years of books sitting ahead of me. Hello, library. My old, my new friend and old friend. That and, make, uh, that and also keeping the pipe hot. Gotta keep the fire in that pipe. Mm. Thank God you never outlawed this. Out of the un American. Alright, cool. So, you guys are going on a field trip tomorrow. Um, is, being read, uh, is being led by Robert Blaine, another student that some of you are somewhat acquainted with. Kim, you know him from the um, Geological Society. Um, a couple of you may have heard of him, or you may have seen him around campus, but he's like nothing really special to any of you. Um, the other students that will be uh, that will be going to the or that will be attending the field trip with the rest of you are these people: uh, Clarissa Thurber. Uh, she is a beautiful and charming chemistry major. So Benedict, uh, you probably know her. You probably have a class with her. Um, Jason Trent, he is a small and shy, or you, okay, <laughs> Benedict, you know Clarissa Thurber, she is a uh, chemistry major, so you probably have class with her, she will be going to the field trip. Um, the next NPC is Jason Trent, he is a small and shy ma or history major, and Kim, you probably have a class with him. Uh, the next student is Roderick Block. He is a large and friendly football hero and geography major. Uh, James, you obviously know him from the football team. Sure. Um, Wait, what's his first name? Roderick Block. Roderick, okay. I thought you said Robert for a minute. I was like, wait a minute. Sorry. Uh, you actually know him, too, because he's part of the uh, Geological Society. <laughs> Um, and he's a geography buff, so he likes maps. Yeah. On the team, we call um, him Blockhead. You call, call him what? Blockhead. After he gets tackled, you say, <laughs> release Roderick. Roderick. Roderick Block has this habit of also getting lost all the time. <laughs> Walking to a lake, get stuck down there with a glowing rock. Um, there's another student, uh, Luis Gibbons. Uh, he's a chatty botany major and former pre-med student. Um, Harold uselessly joking geology major, uh, originally from Ireland. Harold Higgins. Oh, my name is Harold Higgins. Yeah. <laughs> Dragon. It's very nice he, to meet you. What is he a major? What's his major? 
pig fucking. He is a. Already. He's a geology major. There are no animal husbandry majors here. Um, Geology's called for improvised explosive device, right? Yeah, sure. Um, there's William Noakes, a bookish anthropology major. Steve, he's one of your students. And Spencer, you have a class with him. He's my tutor. He's the one getting me through. All right. Um, there's Terrence Laszlo, a snobbish boar with double majors in history and psychology. And um, you guys will be split into two carloads um, and a large truck. Shit. We're already in there with the footballers. How about a bus? Uh, we they, yeah. no, they don't have they don't have a bus. They couldn't afford a bus. Um, so Blaine says, everybody, uh, listen up. I'll explain uh, what we're doing and why we're here. Uh, we're heading on a field trip to Cobb's Corners in southern Vermont um, to do a um, geological survey and a. Um, Anthropological study of the area. Um, we're going to be head, or we're it's going to take about six hours to get there, so we'll get there around noon. Um, we'll set up in the old McLaren farmhouse. Um, it's a, I'll 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 be honest with you guys, it's a bit of a rundown building that's um, surrounded by some uncultivated farmland that's run amok in the past couple of years. Um, it's all the university could really afford to put us up in. Uh, yeah. Um, he looks kind of sheepish while he says this. Then he explains that um, the, or the field trip will be split up into two groups. Uh, group one contains the geologists, archaeologists, and other workers in the soil. This group will be provided with an assortment of tools and surveying gear to conduct soil surveys. Uh, Roderick is going to drive the truck from Arkham to Cobb's Corners, and then uh, you will meet a local man who has been commissioned to arrive each morning at the farmhouse and drive the students to and from their worksite. Group 2 includes the anthropologists, historians, folklorists, psychology students, and um, etc. Uh, they will be equipped with notepads, pencils, and incentive quote-unquote money to encourage locals to share folklore and stories from the area's oral tradition. Uh, you guys will also be equipped with a camera with a flash powder tray and a phonograph with recording cylinders uh, should any of you wish to record your conversations with willing locals. Uh, the two cars that you will be driving in are two Chevrolet Model Ks, so all of you should be able to fit. Uh, Terrence Laszlo will be driving one car, and the other is placed in the care of William Noakes. Unless, Steve, you have a good drive auto and you want to... Um... I do. Okay. I have you regular want... drive auto. I All right. actually have drive auto. Well, if anyone wants to express interest in driving the car, you can. I have drive auto with 40. 
Well, if you want, if you would rather drive, you can. William is perfectly fine with sitting. It doesn't matter, really, honestly. <laughs> okay. So yeah, you guys get in the car. We're in the cars. Um, Excuse me, team team leader. Yes, Robert points to you. Exactly how long will we be in the presence of these diseased yokels? Um, we'll probably be there for about a week. A week. Lovely. Oh, Robert, don't be that way, but don't be that way with the locals. You're doing the backbone of America. The very people who who their hard coil of soil have deserved this country more than my name is not Robert. People I thought your name was Robert. I'm sorry. I forgot your character's name. Female. Yeah, he is bad. I can't read the name tag. I can't read them actually at the time. They blank out. <laughs> yeah, but anyway. Um, so, some of you are going to this field trip willingly. Some of you are here for extra credit or to raise your GPA from a really low D to a upper D. Mm-hmm. That would be me. That would be me. <laughs> I, need to my I could use some fresh air. <laughs> Billy told me that I had to do this, otherwise I wouldn't pass. You uh, need to pass. My my advisor told me I needed to get some air because I was spending too much time in medical experimenting with post-mortem bruising. You're beating dead people. <laughs> I'm not sure what that crop. is, Vinny, but it sounds like you need to get out of here. Post-mortem bruising. We'll be we'll be out there in America. Get to see all that history. Is he always like this? Sadly, yes. You're out there with the common man. You know, morons. What? <laughs> My dear sir. Not you, sir. These noble people who brought us the great, brought us Teddy Roosevelt and all his brothers, William Dennis Bryant. Um, which only holds up her hand. Willie holds up her hand. How much longer is your rant going to take? I think we should be going. <laughs> oh my okay, so you guys are going to split up into two cars. Um, for simplicity's sake, I'm going to call the groups the Rock People and the Anthro People. So the Rock People are going in one car, and the Anthro People are going into another car. Get it? Because I'm a lacrosse person. Anthro. <laughs> I don't get it. Okay. <laughs> um, what will my teammates tell me? I, I can understand why they say that. <laughs> Actually, you know what? For simplicity's sake, you're all in the same car. So you guys can all talk to each other on the way there. Oh, dear God. <laughs> oh, dear God. <laughs> Look at that beautiful countryside. Just, uh, that's so, good. 
You guys have about well, six hours to kill. Then, huh? um, <laughs> does anyone, would anyone like to, um... Uh, does anyone like to, like, um... I'm sorry about this. Um... Would anyone like to, like, develop their relationship or their knowledge of any of the other students? Absolutely. Like, um... Oh Wesley, you would most likely know Terrence. Um, you roll a no roll for me. Oh, God. It's a bore. That's what I get to know of. You are a patent lawyer. Where the pipe come from? <laughs> Forty-seven. Did you make it? Oh yeah, my my no is um. My no, what's what, what's no again? What the hell is no? It's just your intelligence roll. Oh, oh, oh that's right. Oh, then I make it. Yeah. Okay, so you know Terrence because. Everyone on campus knows Terrence, um, but they're all for completely different reasons. He's a snobbish, uppity, mean-spirited, rich boy whom no one really likes. Even the small clique of other wealthy students he associated with don't really like him. They just tolerate him as he's part of their social circle, and it's expected of them. So I guess maybe he's a friend of yours. Um, to make matters worse, Laszlo is brilliant, so he discriminates against any who fall short of either his high social and intellectual standards. Kind of sounds like he might run with your clique. Mm -hmm. That guy picks on me all the time. I'm ready to kill him. Oh, Ferber. So, dumb was a mining. Dumb was a mining fortune, and twice as rich. <laughs> He's a moron. Indeed, that I can't agree with. Most people are tolerable, but not him. But alas, you laugh. Even eugenics can have as its limits. Last eugenics? <laughs> yes! I know, brilliant, brilliant science. <laughs> thank, thank, goodness, thank goodness for Buck v. Bell. Otherwise, we'd still be, we'll be stuck with those more. We'll be stuck, still be stuck with them. Mm. All right, well, Nick, you said that uh, Astrid probably knows Jason Trent and Roderick Block. Yeah. Okay, I'd like to get to know them a little better. Okay. Um, roll and no roll to see how much you know about them. Or start okay. with Jason. Jason? Yeah, 35, I made it. Okay. Uh, Jason Trent, I'll describe, I'll describe his physical appearance first. I realized I didn't do that for the last guy. Um, he has dark brown hair and eyes, thin lips, and a round face. He dresses primly and acts as stiff as his overstarched shirts. His eyesight is so terrible that he must wear thick lens glasses to see. His shyness means he only speaks when spoken to, and he tends to avert his gaze when speaking to others. His bashfulness is doubled when dealing with women. So you kind of... Despite your character's looks, you still leave him kind of flustered. Hmm. I, I find um, him something. And I tease him at every opportunity. 
with uh, little flirts. Hi, Jason. <laughs> How you doing? Uh, you know that he has few, if any, friends at school, and he never attends social activities. Um, you uh, you know that he has a bit of a reputation for being a little bit odd. Okay. Um, so we might have our Dexter right here. Roll for Roderick. Mm -hmm. uh, for same Roderick. goes for James. Uh, James, you know him too. Okay. Fifteen. I definitely made that one. What is this? Uh, blockhead. blockhead. He he want he wants to be called Little Rod because that's what he was called for most of his life. But when he got to college, you guys started calling him Blockhead. And <laughs> <laughs> I got an eighty-three. Okay, you just know that his name is Blockhead. Yep. Sounds good. I want to get to uh, the first dog. Uh, roll and no roll to see what you know about her. Ah, uh, Clarissa. Do I pledge I still sign with her? Nope! I know Diddley. I got 99. I know you know that she is a very, very, very pretty young lady. Do uh, I know anything about her? <laughs> uh, Roland, no. <laughs> no, I don't know her at all. <laughs> I was really loaded that night. You know she's a cutie. Yeah, you know she's hot. You know she's pretty. Brain, beauty. Would, would anyone else like to get to know anyone? Or wait, oh. Kim, you said you wanted to know, or wanted to see what you knew about Rod, right? Yeah. Uh, go ahead and roll your... Um, I already hidden. did. Got a 15. Okay. Um, Blockhead is actually one of the best players on the varsity football team. Uh, originally from Georgia, he speaks with a slight southern accent. Uh, in addition to his formidable size and athletic prowess, Blockhead is actually quite bright, despite your guys' name, or despite his nickname. Okay. Pretty cool. Is he handsome? Uh, yes. Corn fed, square jawed, blue eyed. Mm. Wait, don't give a fuck. <laughs> dark, wispy <laughs> hair and light brown already. eyes. Oh, sorry about this. Uh, dark, wispy hair and light brown eyes. A broad and pleasant looking face marred by a small U shaped scar on his chin. Mm. And he proudly wears his football jersey and jacket. Sounds like an FBI poster. <laughs> so, Nick, I'm assuming that um, I have 
background information concerning the anthropology part of this trip. Yeah. And I'm giving that to both William and uh, Bubba to uh, peruse on the trip so they'll be fully prepared. <laughs> Bubba reads real slow. That's all as good as no. At least he reads. So that Bubba and I will know what we're doing and William when we get into the field. Bubba huddles over with his anthropology tutor. Who's whatever that other student on the That'd be Willie. field trip is. Good old Willie. What about Willie? <laughs> He's my tutor. I don't tutor you. <laughs> no, William Noakes, not Willie. Oh. Yeah. No. No. Willie plays the trumpet. Anything goes. I go right here. Um, everyone roll a no roll. Okay. Except for Kim. Kim, you already know this. Oh, okay. I know. I know the heck out of that. <laughs> I know as well. Uh, Actually, I don't know. That's the hard roll. Chad uh, apparently knows something. Like a bullet to the first time for everything, sweetie. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) What the hell? I don't have my no on here. It's just your intelligence. Oh, okay. Yeah. Your education. Uh, yeah, I passed that. That's right. They changed that. It, no, there is no no role. Right, because it's all incorporated into the number. Yeah. The seventh ed stuff is so confusing. <laughs> it is. It's no, it's not confusing. It's just you know getting used to what's there and what's not there. It's new and different. I don't and like change. Not that new. I don't like new. The old ways are best. Okay, so Kim and whoever whoever <laughs> rolled their no well. um, Don't listen to him. We love him. <laughs> All right, everybody that passed the no roll. You realize as you guys start driving, you guys have started driving now, um, that last year during, during the summer break, teams of students led by the um, anthropology department head conducted research in southern Vermont. Uh, the expedition ended in tragedy. One student, Boyd Patterson, was found dead from a climbing accident, while two others, John Jeffrey and Daphne Devine, uh, Kim, you actually knew John Jeffrey, uh, were classified as missing. To date, no one knows what happened to Jeffrey or Devine. Robert Blaine was a member of the same team. However, he fell ill and did not join them towards the end of the expedition. What was Devine's first name? Daphne. 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 Who, who went missing? Daphne Devine and John Jeffrey went missing. Mm. Kim, you knew John Jeffrey from the uh, from the Geological Society. He was the uh, the president at the time. Okay. And you said who was who was there but made it? Uh, Blaine? Robert Blaine. Blaine. Yep. Huh. 
and one dead. One dead. Oh. Two well, missing. Of a climbing accident. That's right. Now you've got my interest on this trip. Hey, you don't take a bull moose down the first time, it'll get you the second time. Robert Blaine is in the car with us. Um, no, you guys have a lot of seats full. A lot of seats full. You guys have eight <laughs> people in the car. Yeah. It's eight of you in one car. Must be hard. A lot of seats are cool. Well, we've got two football players. We can stuff more in here. We'll <laughs> yeah. Huge That's what they do. Uh, um, every now and then you guys stop for bathroom breaks and to get like snacks and stuff like that. Um... When you guys are stopped, though, you notice that um, Robert uh, Robert Blaine um, is paying odd, like an odd amount of attention to Clarissa. Well, actually, maybe it's not that odd, but yeah, he's paying a lot of attention to her. Um, he he like fans her if if she says that she's hot. Um, he asks her if she needs anything, and if she says a bottle of water or a candy bar or anything, he'll be at her beck and call. It's like bloody spring break in Atlantic City. Has he uh, pinned her? No. Hmm. <laughs> Good to know. Chad, how come you never do that for me? <laughs> what? What, me? <laughs> so I'm going to uh, go go up to Mr. Blaine while he's fawning over Clarissa and just ask him about the uh, Summer's Expedition. There, there are rumors going around the anthropology department, and, and apparently you were there. What's going on? What went on with that? Well, he grows really quiet and in like a really low monotone voice. He relates pretty much the facts as I just told you to them or told them to you, and it kind of seems like it's like uh, regurgitated newspaper clippings. Uh, and I, I let him know that I, I I'll just say that just sounds like what everybody knows, but you were actually there. Did you see anything that happened? He said, I, I wasn't there, actually. I was I, I couldn't join them for the last part of the expedition. Oh, what were you doing? I was I was sick. What were you doing? I, <laughs> what were you doing? He's, I, he's, he, he, looks, he looks at the ground and he just says, I lost, I lost the best friends that I've ever had, and I really... I feel I'm really sorry that I wasn't there with them in their time of need. Mm, it's, it's very brave of you to, to return so soon after such events. I don't consider it bravery. I'm just trying to finish my schoolwork. 
you can roll psychology roll if you like. Um, I can, but I'd rather roll intimidation and accuse him of, of uh, chicanery. <gasps> chicanery? Okay, you can do that. I missed it. Okay. So. Um, your attempt at intimidating him is brushed off. <laughs> and I will be keeping my eye on you. <laughs> I'm making you talk. Hello, Mr. Bob. <laughs> you will have to tell me where you are sleeping, airplane. He says, all right, everybody get back in the cars. We're leaving. <laughs> We already kicked your ass one time, Jerry. Ah, I'm going to pour on. I'm going to pour on a charm and wave a Clarissa. And woo, one hit. Make that charm roll. You made it. Yeah, oh yeah. How are you charming her? You're just going to wave and you're just giving that charm and looking wave. She waves. She waves. She waves back, but she looks kind of confused. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. I'll solve that problem. <laughs> <laughs> Pull out my trouser snake, and then she'll know. Better her than me. <laughs> it's always good when the NPCs Mama, get Wes's you keep your mouth. You keep your mouth shut. Do not interrupt. The, the, I the said nothing. Down. No, I'm talking about Bubba. You gotta, <laughs> gotta lay the track carefully in order to put the rails on and not the side of the continent. <clears throat> I always just win the game. Benedict just walks back to the car like this and and shakes his head at, at the two lovebirds fawning away for Clarissa. Oh, but I'm like... Oh, no, I was going to say, wish you love birds. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I'm real big. My situation is fairly pathetic. Ah, <laughs> uh, Madison. Fine, fine. Anywho, back to the car. Okay, so... Someone is on my foot. Mm, sorry. Thank you. It's getting around noontime, and uh, you guys get to the town of Cobb's Corners. Uh, Cobb's Corners lies in the oh, mountains shit. woodlands. <laughs> it should have turned here. Oh, shit. It lies in the mountainous woodlands of western Wenham County, just to the north of the state highway, which joins Bennington and Brattleboro. Visitors coming from Arkham need to take a twenty-five or twenty-mile drive from Brattleboro to Wilmington, and then drive, or then turn due north for just under ten miles to reach Cops Corners. The town is blessed with a booming trade industry due to its location on the Deerfield River and the fecundity of its farms. Or I probably said that wrong. Whatever. Uh, chartered in 1787 by a group of farmers out of New Hampshire, the town was named after Franklin Cobb, the leader of the settlers in the surrounding land, is often referred to as Cobb's Corners as well. The farmland in the valley has garnered a growing reputation as the breadbasket of Vermont, um, which is uh, very obvious from the cornfields and fields of wheat that you guys see. 
Um, uh, Cobb's Corners is a place of great scenic beauty, pretty much a Rockwell painting come to life. Small shops line the unpaved main street, leading to the waterfront district consisting of a couple of warehouses and a few short piers. Spread out behind the stores are a collection of homes, a public library, the town hall, a local sheriff's office, um, a couple of more offices, a one-room schoolhouse, and an assortment of other buildings. Access to the valley is by a two-lane road that meanders through the surrounding mountains. So you guys drive through this little town. Theo is just gushing. Theo is just gushing all over this. People on the street wave to you guys as you pass. You get through town. And in a couple of miles, you reach the McLaren farmhouse, which looks really, really shoddy. Um, the farmhouse is a two-story, unsightly eyesore surrounded by thigh-high grasses. Behind the farm, large sugar maples grow where once corn or wheat held sway. Within the house, a few bro unbroken chairs sit facing one another before a brick fireplace in which cold black ashes lie. A large window looks out on what was a front yard. Miskatonic University has been good enough to run a phone line to the house, but, unfortunately, the dwelling has neither electricity nor gas. The layout consists of a front room, a large kitchen area, and what must have been a parlor downstairs, as well as two large bedrooms upstairs. The place is dusty and obviously could do with a clean. Oddly enough, the place doesn't really feel abandoned, as if someone or something still visits here from time to time. Waiting. Must Hanging on the wall of day off. What could it mean? For damn it, hobos. What could go Hanging wrong? The... <laughs> How long are Hanging we supposed to be here for? Well, isn't a week. This... <laughs> I thought it was just a couple of days. Damn it. Oh, come, come now, good, good man. <laughs> this, is, this is charming. I mean... It's, it's, like, it's like we're it's almost it's, it's like we're on an expedition. Well, you are on an expedition. Theo, I've seen charming houses before. This is not one. This is. I not agree with her. Well, the new is always coming. <laughs> Back in Europe after the Great War, there were many wrecks like this littering the landscape. This is. Not Chad turns to Willie and goes, "I get you stuff all the time." <laughs> Honey, that was that was about ten miles ago. I'm sorry I brought it up. <laughs> Isn't he adorable? <laughs> Not particularly. I'm Head so off to the kitchen you. and make some coffee. I, I think you might need some medical attention. As you guys walk through the house, you'd notice um, hanging on the wall above the hand pump in the sink is the faded yellow and blue hand-stitched plaque that reads... God bless our happy home. Aww. Below the window, looking out on the backyard, stands a large insulated metal box into which ice can be poured and used to keep food cold. Through the rear window can be seen a decrepit outhouse that sits like a wooden island amongst the sea of grass, a collapsed barn some 50 feet behind and surrounded by the sugar maple forest. This is a nightmare. This reminds me of Grandpa's house. <laughs> I'm going to have to dig another latrine. Wonder when this a couple... Oh, no, we just keep lying in the, in the, in the, the, the pod outside. We're fine. A and couple of the female students 
a couple of the female students grab their bags and run up the stairs saying, Women upstairs! Uh, I like Robert it. Blaine looks... <laughs> you hear Willie go, aww! <laughs> Benedict's making coffee. I'm going to look for clean mugs. Um, I think we have to, to check our bags, man. There is a kitchen. I brought my own mug. Good thinking. <laughs> He's been holding that the whole time. <laughs> I brought extra pipe tobacco. That's about it. Let's do the general store. Oh, neat. Shopping trip. Um, the men are going to have to make do with cots downstairs. Yep, there you go. Uh, Blaine chooses the parlor as his own private sleeping space. <laughs> um, I basically just follow where Willie goes. <laughs> That's going to be funny when you there. <laughs> All of a sudden, there comes a shriek from upstairs. <laughs> and then there's a sudden pile upon Chad. <laughs> Um, yeah. who oh, no, <laughs> Who needs to use the restroom? Uh, Bubba do. Alright, Bubba Not go yet. down. <laughs> Bubba always brings his lacrosse stick with him. Is that what they call it? <laughs> I need my binky. <laughs> you, you never know when a pickup game's going to just start. Messes with all the laces. Alright. Did Chad bring a football? <laughs> oh, God. I don't know if he did, but Willie brought our I don't know, but... Don't know how anyway, Bubba just there. needs rocks. He can find rocks anywhere. So, the outhouse, right. how wonderful is it? Well, it's it's a fine outhouse. It smells like poop and... Fresh <laughs> poop? Outhouse. Other people have been pooping here? No, it's probably, it's, probably been, it's probably been a couple of days, but yeah, I don't know. Well, you yeah. said that it seemed like sometimes people, or it seems no, like it, it hasn't has been cleaned out for a while. Okay. It has been cleaned out for a while. It has been cleaned out since like 1913. All right. That's some fossilized poop. <laughs> <laughs> so, as you return okay. from the rear privy, you notice the flower bed, or you notice the flower bed is in full bloom. And surrounded by a ring of stones. The violets, daisies, buttercups, and lilacs that comprise the flower bed are much too neatly ordered to be the product of mere chance. But the poop, there and wasn't it, any poop, though. It was all old poop, even though... Yeah, it was, it was all poop. Yeah. All right, well... You can use the poop for a lacrosse ball. No, I'm using the stones for lacrosse balls. Now grab a couple stones and then uh, make note of it. Because there's a bunch of stones okay. there that are nice. Uh, oh, All right. Cows going in this corner. So you guys set up all your uh, cots. Um, the women set up their beds upstairs. And uh, Blaine calls all of you downstairs for a quick meeting. Uh, once everyone's downstairs, he, um, he says, Hey guys, I know that I was a little bit 
kind of anxious earlier during during our breaks and stuff. I just wanted to get here. Um, yeah. I'd like to take all of you out for lunch uh, to a diner down back down in town called Jim's Grill. So uh, let's get back in the cars. Richard! We just got out of them. <laughs> yeah, it's been like 30 minutes and... But you heard lunch. Yeah. Free lunch, and you guys have been in the car for six hours. But I'm not saying she's not getting in the car. She's just complaining about it. Chad picks up Willie, and we run to the car. Free lunch? <laughs> <laughs> Willie is actually you very know much, uh, But you sure know about food. <laughs> That's the only thing he knows about, apparently. Oh, God. Image in mind, I just had. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> okay, so yeah, as you guys get back into town, you're, all, you're faced with the same Rockwell painting-style little township. Uh, there's a main street... With a bunch of uh, stores, um, you can notice uh, some government buildings, um, the sheriff's office. Um, but the cars pull in front of a place called Jim's Grill. Mm. Uh, it's actually the only restaurant in town. Oh, that down home cooking. Okay, so oh, food's good. So you guys pull up and you get out of the car, and a um, a man that's sitting on the uh, sitting on the porch in one of one of the rocking chairs gets out of his chair and goes, "Oh, uh, hi, folks. Who are you people? You don't look like you're from around here." The man has a um, he's he's pretty average in almost every way possible. Uh, he has brown hair and eyes. Uh, he's a, he looks like the kind of person whose name is always forgotten, whose face is never remembered, and whose presence often goes unnoticed. Um, Generic he has a, NBC number one. He has a he has a camera. <laughs> he has a camera uh, hung around his neck though. What's that for? Uh, he uh, he says, "Oh, I'm a I'm a reporter. Hi, I'm I'm Richard Wendell. I work for the." Um, I work for the Cobb Corner Gazette. He uh, reaches his hand out to shake yours. I shake his hand, and then, I, and then I look at my hand, and then I subtly wipe it on my my trousers. We're yeah, from Miskatonic. We're here on a, We're from Miskatonic. We're here on 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 student business, I guess. Why am I here? Oh, that's right. His chat. His he wouldn't come if I didn't come. Yep. Nope. Well, uh, what are you guys studying here? Or what are you guys uh, out here to study? Local mythology and uh, geological phenomena, apparently. Well, that's mighty interesting. Uh, would you uh, mind if I took a picture of you all? Oh, please, please, please. And just my lacrosse stick triumphantly. <laughs> <laughs> You're still carrying that around? <laughs> always, always. Make sure my make sure my make sure my bow tie is straight. 
I sleep with it. Uh, he takes a picture of you guys. Winds his camera again. So you got any interesting folk tales from around here? Uh, well, I don't really know any, but um, maybe if I, I if I was you, I would just go around knocking on doors and uh, asking folks. Um, there's some old-timers around here that have been here a lot longer than I have. I, I just moved here a couple of years ago. I'm I'm from uh, North Carolina. Mm. Uh, I'm thinking... What's his name again? Richard what? Richard Wendell. Wendell? Oh. Yeah. Sorry. I wrote it right. I just read it wrong. Do you have any names of these old timers? Uh, well, no, not really. Sorry. Um, I would just go knocking on doors. To be perfectly honest with you, people are really friendly around here. They'll, uh, they will not, they won't, they won't, um, they won't shout you off their porch or anything like that. They might politely ask you to leave, but I don't think you'll reach. You'll find any. Uh, I don't know, violence or anything like that here. It's a nice small town. Unless you're German. <laughs> German where? No, I'm just kidding. Um, so, uh, yeah, Richard says, well, it was nice meeting you folks. I got to get back to work, though. I was just on my lunch break inside. Uh, yeah, if you guys ever, uh, for any reason, want to go down to the Cobb Corner Gazette, it's over there. And he points at one of the buildings uh, on the corner of Main yeah, and points, uh, Actually, yeah, Main and Davenport, but yeah, Main Street, so the street you're on. It's just down a couple of blocks. No, after he's gone, he says, I don't think I want to go to Gazette. Apparently, they don't know anything. He doesn't even know the names of the locals. <laughs> what a charming man. What exactly is the Gazette again? Is what? What is it? It's a newspaper. Okay. That's, that's Willie's point, is that he's supposed to be a reporter, but he doesn't actually know anybody. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, kept good everything. It's his job. <laughs> right. I, I, I have, I have no, I have no, I've no store clerk who couldn't, who couldn't find a penny in a jar full of pennies. It's uh, still his job. You think he'd know at least a couple of names? You know, like two or three so, people. But people, people are surprisingly not always capable. It happens. Oh. And still, is just not inclined me to go visit his place of employment. Well, that's a given. But hey, at least we got our picture. That'll be a nice souvenir when this is when this wraps up. Good picture of the fine group. I'm sure it will work out fantastic when we go missing like everybody else did. 
So I think oh, we should oh, take oh, this time to A, gather some stories, and B, go and inspect the newspaper and see if anything happens. We're going to take this time to get that free lunch that we got yet. Your <laughs> guys stomach, yeah, your guys' stomachs are grumbling, and Blaine is heading inside. All right, we go inside. I have to go shoot the belt. All right. As you guys make your way inside, you are confronted. Not confronted. Jesus. Um, he didn't even do anything yet. Yeah. What the hell are you doing here? Getting what? <laughs> Who's in my way of getting food? <laughs> okay. This small diner is around here. Don't anger him. This small diner is. Okay, as you walk inside, you see that this small diner is, um, is well lit with clean and whitewashed walls, and the place smells absolutely great. Uh, six round tables dominate the floor with several smaller booths lining the walls. The front counter is oak and has several stools lined up before it. The kitchen is directly behind the bar, so it's like an average you know, American diner type setup. Um... To which we take up every seat in there. <laughs> because yeah. there's that many of us. <laughs> yep. Chad takes up two. <laughs> yeah. Big boy. <laughs> so you guys sit down. And a... Um, a um, woman in like her... Younger middle ages. Oh, she's forty-two. Um, she's wearing a waitress uniform, and she uh, she greets you. She says, hi, "Oh, hi, folks. My name is Anne. Um, this is my husband Jim over my shoulder." And she uh, like points with her head and um, to a man that's at the grill. Uh, he's wearing like all white, um, all white or white shirt and trousers and a cooking apron. Um, he has short, cropped hair and brown eyes. He looks over his shoulder real quick with a nod and says, "Hey." Um, she has blonde hair, blue and blue eyes, and a slender frame. Uh, she goes, "Hi, folks. Uh, here are some menus. Um, just uh, let me know when you're ready, and I'll uh, take your orders." I'm ready now. <laughs> uh, what can I do, you, Ronnie? And she, yeah, she pulls out her notepad and pen, or she takes the pencil out from behind her ear. Um, as many pancakes as you can put on this table. Pancakes. Three orders. Just three? Oh, Five orders. Wine. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, are they short stacks or tall stacks? Tall stacks. <laughs> There you go. That's a lot of pancakes. All right. She takes, she takes all of your guys' orders. I'm not going to spend all the time going through the fucking oh. 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 Where's my That's my like 20 minutes, 20 minutes of ordering food. All right. Save <laughs> time. You all get pancakes. No <laughs> grilled cheese, coffee. Actually, yeah. Willie probably does get another order of pancakes and a grilled cheese. You gotta order no how it is. Oh man. 
<laughs> Gotta get some bacon and sausage in there, too. They oh, got yeah. pig in every form I could think of. Also I ain't got chicken all fried up. Um, two hours later. There are a couple of other people in the restaurant at the tables. Um, you notice that there's one guy berating another one that's like kind of sitting with his hands in his... Or with his head in his hands. Um, the guy that's yelling is berating the, or the guy that's yelling is pretty much saying like, "Alcohol is a sin. You are drunk, Jimmy. You need to get your life together." And just essentially saying this thing over and over. Um, hey, buddy. Why don't you keep your? Uh, Cockamamie superstitions to yourself. Let the man drink. Oh God! The man cocks an eyebrow at you, stands up, and that's when you notice that he has a badge over his. Oh, that's awkward. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. Hey, officer. Keep your cockamamie superstitions to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the man says, I'm currently for the man I don't know. I don't know this man. Nope. People are the trying looks, to eat here. My, it just it smells lovely in here. I like <laughs> him. The man looks at you really pissed off and just glaring. He says, I am Sheriff Spencer, and this is Deputy Cutter. We are the law in Cobb's Corners, and I will not hesitate to make sure your stay here is most unpleasant if you break the rules. He doesn't say the law. He just says the rules. I am aware of you city kids. Nope. I will finish my fucking speech before you speak over me. I'm aware how you city kids enjoy your brothels and speakeasies, stagger around drunk all hours of the day and night. I realize that there are so many of you delinquents that the authorities in the city let you run amok without a care for your lives or your souls. Well, not here. This is a God-fearing town. There will be no stories of drunken carousing, shoplifting, cow tipping, or any other perversions your idle minds can come up with. Not here. This town has already seen more unwanted attention than it deserves thanks to the last group of drunken hooligans who rampaged through here and wound up dead and missing in the mountains. We don't need you stirring up trouble. Watch yourselves, and God bless. Are you quite... <laughs> <laughs> he walks away. He turns, he turns his back and walks out the door. It was nice meeting you, Sheriff. Come <laughs> Sheriff. At that point... Another like, another person, another denizen of the restaurant comes up and goes, "Hi guys, I'm I'm Deputy Cutter. I'm I'm sorry about the sheriff. He's a little high strung. Um, a little high strung. Yeah, I put that a little lightly, didn't I? Uh, do you mind, do you mind if I join you? Only yeah, come you, have a seat with us. Only if you suck on a mint for a couple of hours, you smell like a distillery. He doesn't smell like a distillery. This is not the drunk guy. This is oh. the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> Vinny, do you have to be an ass to everybody? 
No, but it helps, I'm sure. This wait, is, that was way too Wait, who are you? Why did you do it like that? Alright. The deputy is around the same age as... Uh, Alright, never mind. You guys are all different ages. He's around his mid-twenties. Uh, he's friendly and good, and he has a pretty good-natured manner. So he's quite likable. Uh, he's also really handsome, uh, youthfully muscled, with sky-blue eyes and short brown hair. Should any of you wish to be observant of these things? I only have eyes I like. one man at this table. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll observe. Stop calling me Maybe Because I'm too big to see any other guy around me. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, anymore, what is that really, well, I'd like to ask him about the... Maybe so much nicer the than Benedict. <laughs> I'd like to hear about that, too. Say, uh, say that again? What, what was all this about disappearances in the mountains? Oh, a couple of university kids came up here on a field trip, and um, I guess they went hiking up in the woods, and they got lost. Uh, Where? Uh, those mountains, and he just points to the, the mountain range that's nearby. Uh, I'm not exactly certain how law enforcement works here in this podunk little town, but can you be a little bit more specific? Please. Uh, I, I actually can't. I'm sorry. Those, um, those facts are kind of classified. <laughs> I, I put I put my hand on his and say, "Well, come word. on, you, you can tell us." No, no, no. Uh, let's let's not talk about that. Why why are you guys here? What's what are you in town for? Field trip. We are university students. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna learn about uh, local mythology, uh, local uh, geology. You know, I got told I can raise my grade. I. Nick, I want to roll charm to see if I can get him to tell us where, because, you know, we're students. We don't need to go where those guys went, you know? We don't want to fall into the same kind of trouble they did. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, 43 out of 45. <laughs> You're more charming than I am. Um. It's a thing. <laughs> he genuinely doesn't know. Okay, well, we'll promise we'll be careful. Deputy, you've probably been here all your life now. You been, any stories about the mountains up there, you know? Any reason that I might draw the um, folklore inclined to go poke around up there? Oh, what do you, what do you mean exactly? Yeah, That's like what we're local... here for. Folklore. Yeah. yeah. Like, is there some sort of a local boogeyman that lives in the mountains, or some sort of a local legend about the mountains? Well, every now and then when I'm making my rounds, I stop when uh, someone's like, when old man Johnson's outside, I go on his porch and I talk with him sometimes. One time we were drinking. Oh, I shouldn't have mentioned that. Sorry. Uh, one time we were out late at night, just conversing, 
you know, I'm sorry, folks. It's just small town and rural around here, so we, we kind of bend the law a little bit. You don't want that fine. to get back to the old uh, No, I really don't want that to get back to... No, I really it'll would be not like little, that. It'll be our little secret. I'd really appreciate if you can keep you some discretion. Well, we can... Uh, can you just say old man again? There was like three people talking at the same time. I'm sorry. Where'd you say old old man Wilson was? Wilson old man Johnson, Johnson is over there on uh, he's over there on uh, Gizmen Road down by the river. Down by um, the river. Shot his baby. If you go down, if you go down Main Street, take a right on Davenport, and then Davenport becomes Gizmen. Follow down. I can there. I can point I can at. After lunch, I don't really have anything that I'm doing. If you guys want, I can turn, I can take, I can show you around town. I can give you a tour of the place. What, what, were, you, what were you saying to him, Johnson? You, you had said that you were talking to him about something concerning oh, yeah, yeah. the mountains. Well, one night he said, and sometimes late at night, he sees weird lights and strange sounds coming from the hills. And you guys are going to think that the man's crazy, but I swear he's solid as a rock. He said that he thinks there's a way into hell up there. He said that he heard growlings like mad dogs, bleedings like sheep, buzzing like mosquitoes. Hell. He said he even heard singing a few times as if someone was at the devil's own church. Sometimes it looks like there's fires up there. Sometimes it looks like one of those new electric torches, real big and changing color. I've, I know the man had been drinking, but I know he's never t he's never t telling me a lie. That would be the first case of him lying to me. Hmm. Do you ever mention that there's any pattern to these appearances, or does it occur at random times? We happen to be uh, he said that he would see it just on odd nights when he would wake up in the middle of the night. It was there was never really any pattern or any, pattern or anything to it like that. Mm. I'd like to do a geology roll to see if this sounds like something that could be caused by some kind of geological phenomenon. Go for it. Thirty-two made it. It does not. Hmm. Can I roll uh, a on that? Can I roll history on that? You guys, uh, it's it doesn't sound like. Or Lily, what did you roll for? I'm want to roll for a cult on that. Yeah, it doesn't sound like anything. I mean, there there are cult rituals that you know of that that sound like chanting and stuff like that and. Rituals, but that's just that's just ritual. Doesn't sound like anything specific. Have I heard anything like this before? It's more what I'm looking for. No, not really. I ask him if he or anybody else has seen this phenomenon that he knows about. Um, I've I've never seen it. Um, my parents said they'd never seen it. 
this old man Johnson. There are some strange rumors that go around these places. It's a small town. You know how it is. Well, People don't have... What kind of reputation does old man Johnson have in town? I know you believe him, but does he have a reputation of, of telling tall tales or anything like that? It just oh, seems no, not odd really. that he's the only one who, who knows about this. Well, maybe he's just the only one who said something about it. I mean, saying something like that to somebody, you kind of think they're going to think you're crazy. Yeah, yeah. There are strange, there are strange things out there. But we'll never know till we don't ask. So we ask, so that's what we're going to do today. Well, tomorrow, whatever day we're going to do that. Mm. Yeah, a little question here. Um, might you be able to buy a telescope at your uh, general store? No, but you can order it, and it'll show up in two weeks. Mm, Perfect. No longer be here. <laughs> I'm sure that the, the field trip has equipment, surveying equipment, that you can use to substitute. Mm. That's a good question. Sorry, I couldn't, I couldn't pass up the two-week, oh, brother, where art thou thing. Yep. If you really want one, I can just say that you have one. Oh, I would love a telescope. Yeah, let's just say that. Okay. Yep. We brought it with us on the field trip. No, we did bring equipment, so it's possible it will be part of it. Yep. Makes sense. Or at least binoculars. What about trinoculars? I didn't know we were into the spiritual seeing. Billy, Billy, mm-hmm. uh-huh. what are trinoculars? It means three, sweetie. <laughs> oh, like my pancakes. All right, so that's six. But good try, baby. <laughs> okay. I thought this was a big three. Someone kill me now. Anyway, so now next question is how good of a view of the mountain do we have from our little uh, farmhouse? Say that again? Uh, I'm, I'm just wondering how good of a view of the mountain do we have from our little farmhouse? There are some woods right behind the house that lead to the mountains. Mm. Oh, I know I'm sitting up the telescope. Surely, Blaine, you heard these stories before on the last expedition, huh? Uh, We were just doing geological surveying. We weren't. We weren't. um, doing any folklore studies or anything like that. Do we know of any, like, Native American stories? Um, Steve, you first. Say what? What am I doing? You you and Spencer were talking at the same time. I couldn't tell. Oh, I was, uh, I was just yelling at Blaine. Okay. 
Uh, I say, oh, how, con how convenient. I mean, okay. interesting. <laughs> All right, Spencer, what did you ask? Do we know of any, like, uh, Native American tales of this area? Uh, roll, um, roll your knowledge roll. Knowledge. Knowledge. Straight int? Yes. Uh, no. No, you do not. All right. Not Mozzie. Deppy, are there any uh, local uh, engines around here? Local engines? Engines. <laughs> Native Americans. Oh, engines. <laughs> I don't know. Engines. Like no. Trains. <laughs> no. Oh, there's Thomas. <laughs> no, there aren't any natives around here anymore. There used to be the uh, Wampanoag... Uh, I can't pronounce that. The Wampanoag Indians used to be around here. Oh, yes, the Wampanoag. Hmm. What are having to Wampano Wampanoag. And I don't even know if that's the correct pronunciation. Yeah. Oh. Oh, we offer blanket that? apologies to anyone of any culture whose names or place names we are mispronouncing. There, I covered all of us. Uh, unless you're German. Uh, and I also, didn't it. I didn't do it. We're from Wisconsin. <laughs> Wisconsin, don't you know? So, do I, do I know, or does does he know, like where where they used to be? All over the area. Okay. You don't, because you're failing anthropology. Well, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to get some credit. <laughs> trying to look good right, right. now. You guys finish up your meals. Um, Blaine pays the bill, and um, probably not happy about paying the bill after <laughs> Chad got the bill. No, he's, he's fine with it. He's old money. Uh, for this. Um, what would you guys like to do? Would you like that? Would you guys like to go back to the farmhouse, or would you like to explore town at all? It's up to you guys at this point. It's um, like we it's just about got three o'clock in the afternoon. Did anyone know yeah, it's about three o'clock in the afternoon. Farm when we got there, I like taking I like taking the town. You know, good. You know, I was on my way to the latrine, and I noticed that there was. There was these wonderful rocks, yeah, and I pull a couple out, and they were set up inside a circle. It was real interesting. Like, like someone put them there. Nobody ever planted flowers in a flower bed before. Yeah, normally they put rocks around it to, you know, make sure they know where the flower bed is. And then if they were annuals, the same ones would pop up. Then who made who made the flower bed and who who planted the flowers? I don't know. Somebody has to people keep the people who lived in the farmhouse that put up the God bless our home. And yeah, but you know that, that was old, old, old. Spots in there. These are flowers. They aren't like wild. Were there like, weeds? This was this was a new box. I don't know shit about the flowers. Were there weeds of the animal flowers? <laughs> I'm going to slip off to the newspaper office. Okay. While everybody's arguing about flowers and circles and stuff like that. Anybody else like to go anywhere? No, that guy sounded like an idiot to me. I'm not 
<laughs> just I'm didn't talk to old man Johnson. That's do I. That's right. Old man Johnson's got the booze. Yeah, we got. Oh wait, no, we gotta, we gotta procure some booze before we show up to old man Johnson's house. <clears throat> you go about that illegal activity all my way to Can I ask him where he so, got it? Where I can get some? Sure. <laughs> Honestly, we we just turned our old uh, ba ba bag of money and party over here. I'm sure he's got a flask. I think we should show up to Old Man Johnson's house with with this uh, this liquor that I'm going to procure. Yeah, that's going to take a long time. He's automatically um, a lush. I'm just going down there. No, okay. Who else is going to... Okay, Willie is, Rolf is, who else? Chad is. Theodore. Well, I'm going, but I know a guy now. We're mobbing into this guy's house. Uh, is everyone go going? Or I'll go to the newspaper. Who else is going to the newspaper? I'm going to explore the town. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to wander around the town. Who is wandering around town besides Matt? Me. Okay, so Astrid and Blake around town. Uh, that sounds like a detective show. <laughs> Astrid, <laughs> Astrid and Blake. <laughs> Wandering around town. Off on another um, raising adventure. Probably slightly better than Rosalie Niles. They're oh, heroes. Astrid and Blake. Crime better not take a vacation. She's a crime writer. Is that detective. everyone accounted for? Or was there something somebody else wanted to do that I didn't cover? No, I think there was the uh, the the newspaper wandering around towns and old man Johnson. Yep. Sounds about right. Okay. All right, Rodney, you. Yes. You get to the Cobb's Corner Gazette. Inside. Hello. Uh, you knock on the door, and the same man that greeted you at the diner is at the door. Uh, it's Richard. Um, he says, oh, hi. Hi. I met you at the diner, didn't I? Sort of. Sort of. Yeah, that's true. Um, what can I do you for? Actually, I was looking in to see if you could tell me anything about the disappearances of Daphne Devine and John Jeffrey. Oh, the, dis the missing college students. Yeah. Okay. Um, For mainly why, why Sheriff uh, Jesus Lover uh, considers that to be classified information. Okay. Don't start talking to me all at once. I <laughs> sorry. Yeah, he, uh, he brings you inside. Um, you notice that the place is also his house. It's Lovely. A really small. Uh, can I get you some coffee? Absolutely. Okay. Black. Uh, 
You notice that there's a, or as he leaves, you notice that there's a brass plaque nailed to the front door that reads, Cobb's Corners Gazette, Richard Wendell, Editor-in-Chief. So he's the head guy. He looks like the only guy. <laughs> yeah. There's a mimeograph machine right next to the door. Um... Are you looking around? Oh, there's there are a bunch of articles strung about and like hung on the walls and stuff. Yeah, um, sure. While he's making coffee, we'll peruse and sightsee of the articles hanging on his the, the pride of his work. Anything about the the missing college students on the walls? Jim Brown's prize pig goes missing. It's it's mostly yellow journalism. There is like nothing. Of importance here. This guy is a hack, essentially. Lovely. He comes back with the cop and he asks, uh, "So, what? What can I help you with again?" I'm sorry. I was... The disappearance. Miskatonic oh. University students. Supposedly classified information. Yeah. Sorry about that. Um. He goes, well, let me look through my files. Um, it's, it's been quite some time. What, what was that, like, it was last year, wasn't it? About a year ago, yeah. Uh, let, me, let me see what I can find. And he just starts rifling through his papers. He goes, the young people around here, they die a pretty, die pretty often. It's really strange. Um, and he's, he's just rifling through his papers as he's saying this. Um, about 11 years ago... The entire graduating class of 1909, so four men and two young women, uh, they died not long after leaving the school. It's a, it's a small town. They just died. Yeah, it's really strange. I have it, They all died of different circumstances and just really <laughs> odd. What kind of circumstances? Well, one of them died in a car accident. One of them died from consumption, but they were all within, like, a week of each other. It was really weird. Yeah, I think I want to see your information on that as well. Uh, he pulls out his... He pulls out his um, news article from 11 years ago stating how... The entire graduating class of 1909 died by various means not long after leaving school. It's essentially the same thing I just told you. Um, yeah. Do you have anything with a little more detail? Uh, he looks a little bit flustered and embarrassed. Uh, he goes, um, I don't really know what you mean. Um. Then just the college kids will be fine. Okay. Um, he starts looking through his files again, and he pulls out an article that essentially says the same stuff that Robert Blaine has been saying and that I've told you earlier. It's um, two people went missing. One was found dead after a climbing accident. Mm-hmm. Chad's um, the house because he can't fit through the door, and he's like, what did he say? <laughs> 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 what 
Why, why are you shocked? Um, let me do a psych roll. Since he's acting all twitchy, let me do a psych roll and uh, see if he's holding anything back. Okay. And that is a pass. Okay, he's just an incompetent hack. You, sir, are an incompetent hack. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, sir, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the only one that runs this paper. I'm a very professional... I read your articles. <laughs> I read your articles while you were making the coffee, sir. You got your journalism degree from a box of Cracker Jacks. I don't... I'm very flattered that you think that I have a journalism degree. Um, <laughs> as I said, I'm, I'll take the damn article with. I'm gonna take his article that he handed me, fold it up, put it in my pocket, turn on my heel, and, and leave. Good day to you, sir. Well, good day. Uh, well, if there's anything else I can help you with, just feel free. Come on by. I said good day. Oh, by the way, there's a spelling mistake in this article. <laughs> he just looks really dejected as you close the door. Good. <laughs> All right, Astrid and Blake. Um... You guys walk around town. It's really only just like a one. It's a one street town essentially. It's just Main Street. Um, there are a couple of streets that actually. Let me just. I'm going to give you the map to make things a lot easier. Yay! Cool. Because the geography yeah. student has a map. <laughs> I have the map. You probably drew up the map yourself. Probably. There's only one street that goes up and down this town. The map is probably easy to draw. You can draw a straight line. God, you sound like Jack Nicholson. Chad probably got it wrong. <laughs> Why is there a curve? I thought it looked better. Oh, honey, that's so cute. Yeah, um, there's there's one building that's obviously a town hall. Um, it's because it looks as it's the nicest building in town. Um, it's the building with the clock. There's a church. Yeah, essentially, yeah. Um, there's a church. That's the building with the bell. Um, there's a police station. <laughs> that's the building um, that says police. Yep, that's the building that says police. Yeah, they are. Um, in the middle of town, there's a Civil War memorial with a statue of a Union soldier who looks pretty battered and beaten, but his face is a, a expression of stoicism and determination. Um, you see Rodney walk out of the newspaper place really irate. No, no more um, irate than usual. Okay. 
<laughs> so he's still really irate. Uh, yeah. There's a um, there's the general there's a general store um, with the sign outside that says ice available. Uh, you guys have the realization that you should probably get some food and some ice since you're going to be here, here for a week. Mm-hmm. Um, Who made that? Maybe, maybe not now is the best time, but sometime. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. There's the town hall, the church, police station, uh, newspaper, town library, the Civil War Memorial, uh, the diner, and a general store and a bunch of houses. Oh, look, the town library. I bet one of those books isn't even colored yet. I'm going to check out the library. Chad looks over to Willie and says, can I color that book? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I think I broke Willie. Blake, would you like to follow Astrid to the library? I'm sorry, I didn't hear if you were going to. Uh, sorry. Um, I don't think so. I think I'm going to meander okay. over to the town hall. Okay. That's pretty hard! Yay! So, Astrid, you... Oh, shoot. Alright. Um... The library is a single-story wooden building. It's painted brown, but um, the paint's starting to crack and chip with age. Uh, two windows overlook a ground-level porch, complete with awning and two recently painted green metal benches. Um, once you get inside, the place is kind of a mess. Um, there are a bunch of books stacked upon the floor uh, to rec- that would probably require another building just to house them. Um, all the shelves are full. Uh, there's a well-trodden threadbare carpet. Small paths are kept open between the aisles. Um, there's a crowded desk in the, in the front door. Um, an older woman uh, greets you from behind her desk and she says, Oh, hello, my... Um, I'm the librarian, Mrs. Mrs. Carruthers. Um, it's very nice to meet you. I, I don't, I don't recognize you. Are you new in town? Uh, have you I'm, moved I'm here? here on a, I'm here on a field trip with some of my classmates from Miskatonic. Oh, how wonderful! Yes. I remember my days at Miskatonic University. Great school. Oh, you were a student. That's great. When did you graduate? Oh, 190. That was quite a long time ago. You must have all kinds of knowledge. (laughs) Man, you're old. I have the best words. (laughs) (laughs) You have the best words. (laughs) That's right. That's how I feel, man, when I'm running this. I have words. The best words. (laughs) You're the worst at smart things. The library contains works of fiction, magazines, editions of the Cobb's Corner Gazette, and a smattering of children's literature. 
It's a small section devoted to the scientific disciplines as well as books of philosophical nature. The surprisingly large amount of poetry collections. Mrs. Crothers says that she can help you find anything as, and hopefully that they'll have it. Or help, hopefully they'll have whatever you, that you're looking for. Okay. Um, let's see. What should I... Guys, guys, what should I ask her for? What do you think? Local history? Yeah. Okay, yeah. You have anything on the local history? Any any local folklore? And their hills? Anything about dead Indians? Anything about the hills? <laughs> Do they have eyes? God, we're athletes. Um, <laughs> yeah, she, she, she has... She has a couple of books on local folklore, but um, skimming through them, it doesn't seem like there's anything really relatable to the um, to Cobb's Corners itself. It's it's mostly New England and the or the greater New England area and um, the northeastern United States itself. Anything by any local authors? Um, unfortunately, no. Okay. Um, let's see. Have you read the paper? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that's a valid point. Do you have copies of the newspaper here? She rolls her Are eyes and says... She rolls her eyes and says, Yes. Yes, <laughs> we do. But, How do you say it like that? You get a lot of requests for it. It's called a gazette, not a newspaper, for a reason. <laughs> because he's a hack, dear. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I'd like to. I, I, I've always preached. If there's, if you don't have anything nice to say about somebody, don't say anything at all. And I'll just leave it at that, honey. <laughs> it's called a gazette for a reason, not a newspaper. I see. But if someone you were to say to, something... <laughs> you don't ahead, seem to rely on that a whole lot. What, what, what do you rely on? I get my newspaper from Boston. I There's a, a nice man comes up every week with the uh, Sunday paper, and I get that from him. Okay. So now we know we can get a Boston paper. That's good. Thanks. You see the guy I can get oh, no the problem. from? Say what? No. Oh. You can't ask the librarian where to get moonshine. I already know where to get it. I'm just asking she, if she's She probably my has books on how to make it. <coughs> it takes time, people. Yeah. <laughs> no. Too much time. Too much time. I'm going to uh, get in good with the librarian and offer to help sort some of the ones that are like piled on the floor. Oh no, fun. Uh, uh, sorry. Oh no, honey, it's fine. This is the. Um, I like to joke that here we use the. Um, we use the Carruthers card catalog system. I I know where all the books are. Don't worry. Well, that's good. May I call on you again, madam? Um, anytime, or just come on by when we're open. Um, 
Yeah. Okay. Guys, can you think of anything else I should ask her? Hmm. No. No. All right. All right. Well, thank you so much. This has been great. I, I love a good library. Have a good day. You too. Thanks for stopping by. All right, let's go to old man Johnson. Okay, so the deputy agrees to direct you to where old man Johnson is. Um, he comes with you guys, knocks on the door. Your response coming, or you hear a yell, "What?" Here, um, the de or the deputy says, "Uh, I, uh, old man Johnson, it's me, uh, it's the deputy. I got some people here that uh want to ask you about uh some of your stories." And once he says that, the door opens, and a man that looks pretty much uh, pretty close to the crypt keeper. He's really old, balding, uh, but like long gray hair. You look just like my granddaddy. That's what he said. You look just like my granddaddy. He looks. He looks really confused, kind of like ornery, and just looking at all you. Like, there's how many of you on his porch? Five or something yep. like that. It's just like, who are you people, and what do you want? Uh, Chad, I scare the shit out of him. Chad, no. Chad, Chad. <laughs> no, I'm not asking. I'm not doing it deliberately, but I would think he would accidentally intimidate this old man. I'd probably make you stand at the bottom of the stairs just to not, you know, be on top of him. I'll reach out and clap the old man's hand go, old man Johnson, name is uh, Theodore LaFollette Middleton, no relation. And ah, Frenchman, eh? <laughs> Sadly, no, I'm from Wisconsin. It's a state. <laughs> no, I'm saying the countryside is great out there. Oh, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Fine countryside, you know. And we got ourselves and I the wheat there ourselves, actually. Not quite as lush as you got here, but it's some good wheat. <laughs> anyway, well, uh, uh, my uh, compatriots here, uh, you know, you're, you're just find out, uh, pick your brain about them uh, boars you got, about the mountains and whatnot. And we're here researching folklore for the university. Yes. Oh, local folklore. Oh, that's pretty interesting. I don't know why. You'd... What what stories exactly? And he looks at the deputy and that says. What have you been telling them? It's all in good confidence, dear sir. We're not yeah. here to judge. We just want to document. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, I guess I can sit for a couple minutes and tell you. Uh, I'll be back in a second. And he goes back inside, comes out a minute later. Um... And you can tell that he just probably took a swig of moonshine or something. I saw uh, nothing. I know nothing. 
Well, oh. that's also why he went inside. But yeah. Although, although again, she says, "Wow, you even smell like my granddaddy." Kind <laughs> of relight the pipe for this one. Hopefully, the pipe the air doesn't catch on fire. Just don't sit too close to your friend. So yeah, Harold Her- Johnson. We were told that um, you had seen some strange things happening in the mountains over the years. Well, I've lived here my entire life, and my daddy lived here before me, and my grandpappy lived here before me, and ever since my family lived here, every now and then, one of us would wake up in the middle of the night and there'd be some strange happenings going on in the woods, in the mountains. And my grandpappy had this idea that maybe there was a portal up into hell over there. Right, in Michigan. Huh, that's, that's another story, but uh, <laughs> no, I was up in these mountains right here. Um... Couple, of, I, I didn't believe, I didn't believe my daddy or my grandpappy. I just thought they were just local folks, like you know, local stories, just make me afraid to go to sleep early. But I don't know. Past, past thirty or forty years, ever since I was, I guess, ever since I was old enough to really see the things or something. I don't know. Uh, I would hear. Uh, I would hear growlings like wolves or something, or I don't know, really big bears. Oh, do you have that wildlife in the area? Well, yeah, there's there's wolves, there's bears, there's this is rural Vermont. I mean, there's the places animals all over the place. This it's their home, but <laughs> nothing like this. This does not seem natural. This does not sound natural at all. What's that, son? Did you ever see a dinosaur? Mm. You have to forgive him. He's been hit in the head a few times. Willie, you said he's as old as your grandpappy. My grandpappy is not that old. <laughs> he said he saw a dinosaur. Oh, and, <laughs> nah, I've never seen no dinosaur. I'm pretty sure uh, those are extinct anyways. These lights, uh, do they ever occur like at games of the time or like near a full moon or around a certain period of month or just... And then you were drinking? Um, no, no, no pattern to anything like that. Mm. Anything else, anything else about the weird lights at all and... Or is it just me waking up by the lights and sounds, Katie? Did anybody um, ever try to see where it was coming from? Like, actually go see? No. We usually try to stay out of the hills, or out of the out of the forest and out of the hills. People can get lost up there, like those kids a couple of like last year. It's you get pretty treacherous up there if you don't know what you're doing. Huh. Not many of us know what we're doing. I would think that if you're from around here, you would know what you were doing. Isn't that what um, kids do? 
I'm not a I'm not a mountaineer. I'm I can just admit that right now. Is there a particular spot on the mountain where these lights occur, or is it at different places sometimes? Uh, it's different places. Mm. Can I roll to see if this uh, coincides with any of the of uh, folklore of the area that I would be familiar with? Uh, yeah. With that, you want anthropology? Yeah. Oh, nine. Um, it doesn't. This is this is something entirely strange and unfamiliar. Hey, just between us, did anybody else around here ever say they saw or heard the same thing? Um, uh, no, not that I know of. People mm. usually uh don't really try to talk about things like that. I'm just willing to because uh, I'm pretty good friends with the sheriff here, and he just slaps him on the shoulder in a friendly gesture. Were these, we do appreciate you sharing information with us. Were these noises being heard when the children, when the kids disappeared in August? No, I can't really remember it happening around then. Did you wake up to any of the lights or anything? Might have happened a couple of months before then, though, now that I think about it. Has it been happening recently? No, not since... Not since... Not since then. Are the lights, are the lights always on the mountain, or are they down the woods near the mountain? Oh, uh, they're mostly on the mountain. Um, did the kid, did the kids admit missing? They come talk to you? No, uh, they weren't. They didn't come around. They weren't in town much. Okay. I'm gonna roll sight just to see if he's being completely straight up with us. And I failed that, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Uh, did your, parent, your father or grandfather tell you any other stories? You know, like maybe what happened to the engines used to be here in the woods and whatnot. Well, my grandpappy, uh, he knew over about this big mound over at the base of Landon Mountain over there, and he points at a mountain. Sometimes he said. He said when sometimes when there ain't no stars in the sky, a huge dog would come and stand on it and howl. He said that the dog was as big as a bull and it had glowing green eyes and its health was all mournful-like. Uh, he said the pilgrims were buried in that mound and were murdered by, um, murdered by the Wampanoag for uh, trying to teach them the ways of God. And the the dog is is the guardian of the pilgrims that are buried there. Now one oh. time he was walking home, and he said that he'd be damned if the thing didn't just jump out at him once, 
snarling as such. Well, Grandpappy made the sign of the cross and said the Lord's Prayer right away. And the dog disappeared. He said he had never been bothered by it since. Have you ever seen this dog? I haven't. You ever been up to that now? I've heard of folks. I've heard of folks saying that they've seen it, but I don't know if I could believe it. To be honest, Grandpappy was a bit of a drinker. <laughs> that is saying something. Well, a bit, a bit. Well, folks, uh, I'm gonna have to retire. It's uh, starting to get kind of dark. And, like, the sun's starting to uh, head over the mountainsides. Oh, well, we didn't mean to keep you this long. Thank you for talking to us. Oh, you folks, don't worry. Enjoy your stay in town. (laughs) I wish we were staying in town. We're staying up at that old farmhouse. Ah, the McLaren place? Oh, yeah. I feel bad for you folks. Well, enjoy. We don't feel too good for ourselves either. Try to enjoy it. That's God's charm. That's pretty shitty. <laughs> First charm, even in even in the dungeon, you know where to find it. I'm not one for finding treasure in dung, sir. <laughs> All right, so I'm just gonna. Assume find that anything other in town hall. Was there anything going on there? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. I was standing in the middle of town, staring off in space. I'm not saying my character would do that. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your character would totally do that. He's been sniffing at that flask and just standing there staring. You know? yeah. <laughs> this I promise I'll be quick. Actually, yeah, there's no entry for Town Hall, so no, you did not find anything at Town Hall. A a massive pad luck. Yeah, it's the weekend, I guess. Wait, didn't you say it was Monday? You did say it was National Holiday. It was Monday. Yeah. Okay, there we go. Close for renovations. There we go. There it is. Yeah, sorry, yeah, you can't find anything. Um, no problem. So I guess I am standing in the middle of town sipping for my flask clandestinely. In the middle of town, obviously. Looking, looking for some action. <laughs> yeah, just bored, <laughs> probably. What I'm guessing is Astrid probably finds you and says, let's get back to the group. What's that, what's that old man from Shadow over Innsmouth's name again? Harsh? Oh. No, um, no there's... Um, Why not? Oh, Zadok Allen. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure you'd run into him, especially with your flask. Is that whiskey? I'm trying to be stealthy about it. I'm not ah, just waiting. Zadok Allen. I smell whiskey. It seems like these guys have fun with it for themselves. The sheriff comes out of his office. I smell damnation. <laughs> I smell the devil. I can smell him in all of his unbrimed brimstone. Smells like a hollow out of moonshine. 
The other students that came with you guys picked up food and ice for the ice box. Like NPCs, that's what they do. Uh, yeah. um, so you guys have enough food to make dinner that night. You guys have a pretty uneventful evening. Um, Who's trying to pick up on Clarissa now? I'm, I'm still trying. Who would like to? Me. Uh, that would be Wes. <laughs> Alright, go for it. Hello. Would Blake like to continue trying to um, pursue Clarissa as well? Op six. Oh wow! Never mind. Uh, How do you charm her? Well, you know, you know, talk a little bit of chemistry. Try. Yeah, you know, try to figure a brain, you know, gawk at how, gawk at how yeah, amazing is she, uh, amazing is she knows so much about chemistry and whatnot, and uh, make a little chemi- try to make a little chemistry of my own. Oh, dear God. Chemistry, chemistry, chemistry. It takes them all away. Yep. I think your, co- your, your molecules and my molecules should make some covalent bonds. Well, you can tell that she's um, kind of warming up to you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you got you got to lay down the rails, one rail, one one piece of metal at a time. Then you put train on track. All right. Um. So nighttime comes. You all are pretty tired after a six-hour drive, and yep. um. Your uh, interviews through town. So time to go to sleep. So before I go to bed, I will set up the telescope. I will set up the telescope there on the on the back corner. Okay. You yeah, want to? You gonna invite Clarissa to look through the telescope with you? Of course. <laughs> you know, take a little bit of the stars, put my put my arm around her, and uh, let her get all warmed up uh, with man in Wisconsin. We know about staying warm and cold. You hear you, you hear astronomy oh. skill? <laughs> what? what? Do you, do you have, have an astronomy skill? I have no astronomy. Wait, I have I have, I have whatever base science is. Ooh, All right. I'll feel that. Ooh, find that north star. Go go find that. So yeah, yeah. Your 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 telescopes or your yeah, your telescope skills are something to be desired. Um, I got astronomy. I have, I have engineering. I, I can just You're subtly take the crazy, telescope crazy and just crowd. kind of push it a little bit so that it's in the right spot. Okay. Yeah. Astrid is your wingman, wingwoman. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. There you there's go. This, there's this soft, soft romantic trumpet on the air. Is is. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> Willie's got to practice at some point. <laughs> She's not doing it for you. You're just reaping the benefits. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. God clearly intends this to happen. <laughs> you were all on the line, wasn't it? <laughs> okay. 
episode or Benedict rests out on the back porch with a cup of coffee, sees them, shakes his head, turns back around, goes back inside. <laughs> 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 what a nice fellow. What's Chad doing? Anyone doing anything else? Yeah, what are the, what are the rest of you doing? I'm just making coffee. Sitting up reading, I'm throwing rocks with my stick at the <laughs> at the circle area. I'm practicing that. He's completely ruined that flower bed. He's, <laughs> he's playing it out the yard, just like got rid of all of the rocks. And the goal is to hit the outhouse, and then like specific parts of the outhouse. And then he breaks the outhouse. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes some of you can hear. The boys will be the boys. Rocks against wood. It's quick. Alright. Um, someone makes someone makes like a stew, a pot of stew for everyone to eat. And Chad we all get puts, a stew for dinner. Chad puts down whatever tractor he found to try and work out with. <laughs> and uh <laughs> Uh, one in one hand, one in the other. <laughs> oh, Kyle, we got the we got the Rocky Three music playing in the background. Does anyone else want to do anything? He comes back, shirt off, all sweaty. Lily comes downstairs and remembers why she keeps him around. Rock <laughs> <laughs> hits him in the back. <laughs> He doesn't even notice. <laughs> I actually would like to collaborate with uh, Benedict about what he found with Mr. Gazette. In other words, nothing. Because he, he and I both found nothing. Yeah. He's and I, I think that's a little bit strange. Yeah, I was wondering why you're talking. Because there was, there was nothing local in the library. Nothing about locals. And it looks like Benedict found exactly the same. And I think that's a little bit strange. It's a small town. They don't like outsiders very much. It's not yeah, strange but... when he doesn't even know their names. It's a small town. Yeah, he should know somebody's name. They're, they're always records. They're always things. It probably are records, but that doesn't mean that guy keeps records because, you know, he's a hack. <laughs> Then we go and talk to the, the sheriff. They have to have something. I'm sure the sheriff is so eager to talk to you. <laughs> We're best pals. You're so nice, Benny. <laughs> Don't call me Benny. Well, so... Just, just, oh, Benny, what did you find out? Squat. <laughs> you didn't have anything on those people that went missing? Pull out the article. Here you go. Wipe your ass with it when you're done. That's about all it's good for. Mm, so pleasant. Yeah, I'm a charmer. Hmm. 
right, so what article right. is it? Is it just an article about the missing students, or did you bring the one with about the uh, the class that went missing? I mean, the, the entire class that died, rather. Just the one about the missing students. But our keeper informs us that there's something else that Kim must do. All right, yeah. Um, so you guys have all gotten tired, and everyone goes to their respective sleeping arrangements. So women upstairs, men downstairs, and Blaine in his little private cot. Um, everyone roll power rolls. Wow. And yes, tell I made it. Who succeeded? No. <laughs> no. A no roll? <clears throat> yeah. No, I um. No power. Oh. What's a fumble? I, made it. I passed. <laughs> I made a hard success. What, what, what's a fumble? 99. <laughs> uh, thankfully, I didn't make that. Jenny, I didn't roll that. I rolled 88. <laughs> yeah, I rolled a, I rolled an 81. Alright, so, whoever made it, you have an interesting dream that night. You open your eyes to find that you are not in bed and instead lay upon a flower bed. The immense night sky is full of twinkling stars and a huge gibbous moon rises directly above you. The moon is somehow sinister in a way that you cannot properly explain. As you rise from the flower bed, the flowers make a rustling noise, and as you stand, you realize the rustling noise continues. Turning around, you see the flowers seem out a shudder of their own volition. Backing away in fear, you find your gaze is taken towards the dark woods. Ugly shapes and creeping shadows move between the tree trunks, somehow almost human, but twisted and smaller. Suddenly, a myriad of glowing eyes appear in the tree line, blinking and feral. The rustling stops, and from deep within the woods, you hear a man's cry long and painful. You hear your name shouted aloud twice, the second time so loud it wakes you. You're your in your name. bed, sweating, confused, and frightened. Your name! <laughs> your name. Right, so that was for the people that passed? That's for the people that passed. And it is now day two. Oh. Yeah. And we'll leave off. We'll leave off there for now. Mission accomplished. We once survived. Just earlier on my We survived the first day. Yes. I, I'm now yeah. in my. Uh, Victory. How did you guys survive? like? Shit, what happened? <laughs> uh, the weirdest dream. The weirdest dream. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, and I have to go. So, sorry. I'm sorry. not available. Okay. All right. All right. Hey. Get the funny pages. Yep. So, fun wrap it up, Steve. Yeah. So, uh, thanks for watching. We'll do this again next week, I guess. Uh, Friday, you get the fun guy. And then on Saturday, we have Flash Appreciation Day. Yay! Yay! So. If you like the Flash, we can ramble on for hours. I don't know yet. They had a great TV show. So anyway, um, everybody, have a good evening. And we'll see you when we see you. Bye.